0: It's a non core banger. Dr. Ross shopping knowledge to the masses. Man, you now tuned in the purpose and practice. Aye, yeah, purpose and practice. Keep your mental sharp. Uh, learn all the tactics. Dr. Ross shopping knowledge to the masses. Man, you now tuned in the purpose and practice. Aye, yeah, purpose and practice. Podcast game, aye, he got it mastered. psycho
1: Yo 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 yo! Peace 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 to the family. Those of you who support the program, purpose, and practice with Dr. Rawls Dill, I am your host. Um, we are we are back, and we are in full effect. Um, I just wanted to to take a moment, you know, before we even get into the show, you know, where we showcase the talents of what we call ordinary people doing extraordinary things. I wanted to to take a moment. It was, you know, um, last night I had shared something on social media in terms of some of the things that personally, you know, my family is going through. And I wanted to, you know, give a, a huge shout out to those of you who have come up in support for that. Now, You know what time it is. You know on a show. You know what we do. Um, We're about bringing those live, live, live stories of people in our community who are stepping up and doing big things. And today or tonight, yo, we got we got somebody who I've had on my radar for quite a long time, and I was like, I got to get the brother on. Um, He's doing big things, and this is one of the brothers that you know. I was like, "Yo, people need to hear this story." You know, I'm familiar—not totally familiar, but somewhat familiar—with the brother's story, and it's an inspirational one, um, based on the moves that he has made, made, and based on the, the the trials and tribulations that he has overcome. You know, like, and that's real talk. So, if you're tuning in today and tonight, you're gonna hear from. A brother that's doing like major, major, major things. Um, And I think it's a lot to be learned, you know, from this brother's journey. So with that said, we got the chef Chris Burnett in the house. How you feeling, fam?
2: Feeling good, man. Feeling (laughs) real good, brother.
1: That's what's up. That's what's (laughs) up, yo. I was like, yo, real talk, right? I was... I was like, yo, how am I gonna get Chef on the show? Because, and, and I was t- I was talking to, to, to Chef before and I was like, yo, it's so many people doing dope things right now in our community and showcasing them. It's a lot. Yo, like when I tell you my calendar is full of, of folks to get on the show, which is a beautiful thing. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's straight up beautiful and you you are definitely, you are definitely one of those, you know, one of those brothers, man. So, um, you know, one of the things, uh, Chef, you know, Chris, what what we like to do is, you know, when we start off on the show, because purpose and practice, it's about finding out like the process, like, you know, how folks move from, you know, growing up to going through situations that may have been traumatic, that may have been painful, that may have been hard to overcome, and then reaching a point of like, yo, you know how you get that feeling like I made it. Like, yeah, like, yo, I'm doing the things that I dreamed of doing, you know, or I'm doing the things that I never dreamed of doing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like I never thought like this. But I like to go back and find out, you know, some of those background stories because I think it's important for us to hear those background stories. So, with that said, man, now that you, you know, you checked in, you said you're feeling good, everything is great. Um, Yo, open up, tell us a little bit about, you know, what it was like, you know, being, you know, a young Chris growing up, you know, how you grew up, where you grew up, um, some of the things you experienced, brother.
2: Oh, man, first of all, man, appreciate you having me on the show, man. I know you've been trying to get me on, like, some type of link up uh, for a while now, man. And I've been like, uh, I've just been patient, man, because I know that's something Mm -hmm. that you have been wanting to do, so... Um glad I'm glad I'm here, man. Like, you know, better late than never. Um True. glad I'm here. But um uh, about me, man. Um you talking about the early years of me. I grew up Long Branch, um, born and raised uh, Mammoth Avenue, Liberty Street. You know, I grew up right in the hood, you know, True. like around the corner, 10, 15 <laughs> feet from, you know. Where everybody was at, and if any True. anybody who was True. anybody, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I know them, you know what I mean. Um, uh, education started then, man. Started home and mm-hmm. started right there in Long Branch. You know, like I, I just been uh, a sponge to everything. You know, growing up um, with mom. Um, I never knew my dad, my real father. Wow. Um So my stepdad met my mom on the beach. Um, I remember that day and um um he's been he, w- he was dad since he stepped in and and you know he was the man in my life and, and showed me what it was like. Um I did I don't know what it's like to miss a real dad because hmm. you know my stepdad was always there, you know, just to, someone telling me that it wasn't it wasn't my biological, but you know, um but he's been dad. Um no school was important. My mom was very, very strict and chastising. Um, You know, uh funny thing is like, you know I used, I used to I used to like school, but didn't like school. But you know mm-hmm. I knew I had to take my behind to school every day, and and you know I got I got my ass whooped. So I don't know if I can curse, <laughs> you but you good, you so good. So many times, uh, you know, so many times of doing dumb stuff, man. You know, a lot a lot of dumb stuff just growing up, and um. Forging, te- forging uh, signatures from school, you know, just being <laughs> dumb, you know. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, my mom signed it, knowing that they'll call and say, did you sign it? And they go, well, here's a signature. And then, you know, I know, I know a whooping was coming, man. Everything, stealing food, all types of stuff, man. Just, <laughs> I was just doing dumb stuff. But, you know, I grew up right on Liberty Street, man. Um, um, Now, like I said, I was a sponge to a lot of things I always wanted to learn, always was just glue to stuff man you know Mm. um from everything like it just it it may seem weird to people but i used to just gravitate to things that people wouldn't gravitate to and just like wondering why that is the way it is or
1: you know um but uh i
2: always love like
1: go ahead ahead. no you good you love what Talk to her.
2: I used to, you know, I, I loved cooking, man, and I started like paying attention to moms. You know, she would be okay. in the kitchen cooking stuff, so I would, you know, uh, be all in her face and get too close to her, and she smacked me, "Get out of here, go wait till <laughs> you know it's, it's, oh, til it's ready, right? is is wait till it's ready, done." You know, <laughs> you know, I ain't pay attention because I I wanted to learn, I wanted to know mm-hmm. what, why is why is it so good that I got to be here? I'm willing to get whooped every time you say leave that I want to know what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? I want to know, like, what is, like, what are you putting in that chicken, though? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I'm in here ready to get whooped every time you tell me. (laughs) But, you know, it's, um, you know, I grew up, like, being very close to my grandmother and my mom and and seeing, you know, learning. She used to work at Marlboro State Hospital as a supervisor in the kitchen. My dad used to work at uh, um as a supervisor for Marlboro State Hospital, so you know I had the structure in the house, man. I had the wow. structure. I was around, you know, around strict people, things like that. So, um, wow. you know, I had both parents, man. Um, up until uh, up until like December '92, uh, unfortunately, my mom was uh she was taken from this world. She was murdered out here in Long Branch. Um, very very tough. know right right days before Christmas you know Mm. um so that kind of just that kind of just you know shook up history for me you know the future it just it shook it up you know like you know what what is a kid supposed to do now you know like where all my dreams everything I wanted to do do it for her do it to make her smile and be proud of me and 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 you know like I said I was her firstborn, her only child up until my little brother and then you know my world just shifted like yeah. ridiculously. So,
1: um, yo, I couldn't imagine.
2: I think everything kind of spiraled down from there, man. Yeah, everything spiraled down from there.
1: Yo, let you, you dropped a lot, bro. Um, I, I couldn't even imagine, you know, especially how you broke it down and you ain't even get heavy into it, you know, the influence your mom obviously had on you growing up. And then even so had on you and what you're doing right now, you know what I'm saying, in the world. Um, and then for her to be taken away, you know, untimely taken away from you, I I couldn't imagine. You know, I I, I just I never knew that. I never knew that, you know. Um so if you can, you know, you 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 went back and you gave us like a complete story of like kind of like coming up. And you talked about having both parents. It wasn't your biological parent, your father, rather, um, but you know, it was your, you described it as your stepfather who really stepped in, and you never even felt a void. Um, you know, when when if you could talk a little bit about the relationship that you had with your stepfather specifically, you know, in terms of being a young man if you don't mind sharing some of, some of those, you know, experiences that you had.
2: Oh, no problem, man. Um, uh, I never knew what, you know, um, uh, like I said, I never knew what it was like to, to miss a father. Um, cause I always, he was always there, um, up until, you know, my dad and mom kind of not, you know, went their separate ways, but even when they did, you would never know, cause he was he was always there. Um, hmm. But it like when I tell you, it it was as as if it he never went nowhere, but like still around. I'm like there wasn't none of that court or anything. None, none mm-hmm. of that. It was. I don't, it was. It wasn't. It was like you know, are we we gonna make things work? And if they had that discussion, it, like it never. I remember my mom said, "You know, get out. Don't, yeah, don't get out." And he wouldn't leave, you know, because he's like, mm-hmm. "I got kids here." I remember him saying, "I got kids here." And you know, my brother was really young then. Um, but uh, my dad was a great guy, man. Um, unfortunately, back in August, I don't know if you've seen my post, but my dad passed away. Um, on the twenty-first of August of this year, his birthday was the twenty-third. He would have been seventy. Wow. Um.
0: But he, you know him
2: what, him. man he he was a, he was a great he was a great man, you know. Like he was he was a great man. Back when they had the armory, the, the armory of the beach over uh, there, man, I a remember that long time ago. So you got Yo. you got to be an '80s baby to know this. Yo, <laughs> we used to go, we used to you go know, pick boy. up the bullets.
1: We used to go pick up because they used to play war down there, you know. And you could pick them up, up. outside. True. Yes, they used that an M16 because my dad was an army dude. My dad was an army dude. So he would mm-hmm. take us there to be food. Like I remember once a year, they'd be have this big celebration, yo. And that was right. the first the time. George. Yo, word is bomb That's the first time I George. had shrimp. I had shrimp i was probably like 10 (laughs) and i remember it being like this cocktail sauce i would never had cocktail sauce and i was like oh my god this is so good Uh, and then they would go and put on like this uh exposition outside on the beach and uh it would be like you would the little kids would just go run picking up all of the shells to the blanks that they shot is that what you that's what you're talking about right
2: Bro, I was there. My dad used to be he used to that. Was like his his base right there, you know. Wow. Like I remember sitting on the rock outside while I, you know they would go in, and it was painted with art, you know, painted army, national guard, and stuff like that. Because that's where yep. the national guard building. True, there. true. Um, but yeah, you know, my dad was a great man. You know, and he was in the army, and then he worked. So I, all I knew is is structure. Like you don't if you got one way to, to to live and live with a purpose, find another way to do it as well. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like my dad bestowed that on me. My mom mm-hmm. did that too. Never giving up, always having a job, always having a way to get money other than mm-hmm. your check. You know, like making sure that everything was right in the house. You know, um, like my dad was a guy who just, he will always talk to me. You know, he would, take me everywhere um he would he would keep me around individuals that he knew that he worked with like uh junie buffalo um mm. shout out to him man um i used to keep he used to always that because that was his buddy always said that was his buddy and you know being around strong individuals uh, uh you know around that that time and being being around that structure helped me see like you know there like, no one's missing you know like i like i said i don't know what it what it was like to, to miss Not to
1: have. you know what yes. i'm saying so yes
2: um but he was always he was always there always like told me what the the right and wrong thing to do um you now I, I grew up in the 80s bro so it was it was whoopings back then. They don't do that now. So, you know, we we you know, we had that. we we learned off the, the 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 belts and the whoopings and the punishments for seven seven days straight, you know what I'm saying? So, confined to bedroom, so you know, I it was either that or or, or listen and learn. True. You know, pay attention to mom and dad. Like, you know, get to school and and, and pay attention in there.
0: You know, True, man, we grew up in the area. like
2: you didn't know your parents wasn't just in the house. Your parents was the neighbors or your people around the corner mm-hmm. or whoever your mom was, cause you do something around the corner, best believe
1: it was coming you know, back.
2: Your mom's gonna find out. <laughs> yeah, so it was like it like it literally was a village back in Long Branch I'm talking about the old Long Bridge. Mm-hmm. So you had those we had those parents that you was listening and learning and being very attentive to.
1: And putting know, it in um, and putting it in like so, yo, you t- and I know some of your dad posts and your posts with your daughter are like they're powerful. Um, and I know you take this dad thing serious, <laughs> like you girl dad, your girl they're dad. Over. Yeah, you take it serious, man. Um, talk about you know, and you were you were like you were on this girl dad thing before it was a hashtag. Like that, you know, like even before we got that hashtag, which is a brilliant hashtag. um, I'm a girl dad myself. But you was like, you was doing that, man. This is what you were doing. Can you talk a little bit about the relationship building with your daughter, you know, um, and even reflecting on some of like how you were inspired to be a good dad? You know, did it come easy to you? Real talk or was it something that you had to work at?
2: Um, man i'm still working at it man
0: Mm, you know
2: like it it, it's i'm still a student you know um like it's a learning process man it's 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 not it's it's mentally it's spiritually it's emotionally you know like sometimes you ain't doing everything right Mm. you know um sometimes in 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 certain people's eyes you're not doing everything right and then you got to look to it, like, you know, question yourself or second guess, like maybe, am I, do I need to do things better here, you know, or sometimes you got to listen to, sometimes you got to listen to other fathers, see what mm. they're doing. Um,
0: mm.
2: I listen to the the other parent, um, but it's all about. It's like like your show It's about like the purpose and the practice man it's True. like you guys are constantly practicing it you know so you can find what it is that you do some some people are just they're just people who made kids you know and then oh no yeah. you no know, yeah. it's just like you know it's like letting grass grow however it grow it grow yeah. you know but you know yeah. it's not like a child um my relationship with my daughter is just that's my baby man yeah. um that's my baby that's my baby girl i love her to death um that's her pictures all behind me you know that's just uh she's just my heart man um you know i tried to bond with her since since a baby you know i always said that i wanted a little girl i said that forever i said i always wanted a little girl more than anything um i because i wanted to i wanted to a cute little baby, man, I wanted to dress her up and, you know, <laughs> like, make her look cute and stuff, so I, I, that was it, you know, I wanted to, I wanted someone to call me daddy and, you know, things like that and, you know, it's today, now, well, even when she was a baby, you know, I would, I would try to do stuff to her like she would only know it's me to do, like, wow. like, tickle her nose or pinch wow. her cheeks or, you know, just it may seem like annoying to her now because she can't stand none of that stuff now. But I don't care because I I try to keep the consistency of what Mm -hmm. we have um Mm -hmm. and and like the bond that we have. And and you know she's eight now and the things that we do like she'll still get on my back and want to do piggyback rides or and or you know sometimes she just wanna sit and watch her YouTube. But Mm -hmm. you know I I I do my best to connect with her. You know, I, I told her that, um, uh, you know, I'll always be, i always be here for you. You never, you ever need me for something? Talk to me, come talk to your dad, you know, um, I always tell her about being a good girl growing up, uh, working hard, like, you know, don't ask me for something If you don't have a purpose for it, I like I know you want toys and you don't really have to have a reason for toys. But give me something, man. Tell me why you want it. Tell me why you like it. Don't just say, oh, because I scrolled past it. I saw it on TV. Tell me why you want it. Give me a reason because you're going to need a reason. You're going to need purpose, you know, in life. And I don't want her thinking that every time you think you got to have something, it's just because you've seen it. That's just not you. I don't want her to be settling for anything just because she saw it. Or because someone else have it, because everything everybody else have isn't for you.
1: It's not, you um, know,
2: exactly. Um, I try to like, I, I, I try to show a teacher what the, uh, you know, the value of a dollar is. Um, I try to be smart with her about that. Um, I explain to her about business things that that I do. Like, I break it down to elementary level for her so she can understand. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
2: You know, I try to have her in the kitchen with me, showing her how to cook stuff. And you know, <laughs> I started cooking at the age of three. My mom made had me make an omelet at three years old, and the only thing she did was crack the eggs. And everything else that you could
1: do, I did. <laughs> Yo, and, um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, you were making a, a you were making an omelet at three, fam. All three? she did was
2: crack the eggs. I put the salt, and pepper. Three years old, Mammoth Avenue, up, up, bro. I'm dead serious, man. I made an omelet, and and I remember her saying, "I think I got something here." Wow. And um, I knew how to, I knew how to flip it with the spatula. It was a white wow. spatula. I, I got a memory. For I remember, I remember me doing that, and like, I I loved cooking since because I always I wanted to be. I always wanted to just learn about food that and running track. That was like the only two things I wanted to do. And since age three, she since age three, she's been cooking in the kitchen.
1: Yo, so she's been, she's been making. I, yo, I, I, I hate to interrupt, but there's a few things that I want to be, because you dropped jewels. The first thing you said, you start talking about these little things that you would do that only she knew you would do. Like the whole nose thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I remember that as a as a girl dad myself, and me and my daughter had this thing with our elbows. Like, and this is going back to when she was a baby, like she would rub my elbow whenever she was tired. And now, you know, she's 12 years old. And when I know, like, she getting tired, that's what she does. And it's like, that's our thing and i watch videos of you you know right your daughter dancing in the car she you like like because even skills was like yo she's mad cool and i'm like these things these things don't cost money fam these things that you just mentioned don't cost money and sometimes as dads as moms we think it's all about bringing joy through purchasing things and buying things. But when you start bring, breaking right. down things like this,
0: right.
1: that, yo, that's powerful, fam. Like that, that's really, it seems little, but that's deep, you know, having those kind of rituals. Yeah, like the monetary rituals. things don't last. True. Yeah, those, True. those, those
2: things don't last, man. You know, like the monetary things, they... They don't last, man, you know, like trying to think that that satisfies kids. Mm-hmm. It, it it glitters, it shines, it's cool to look at, you know, but, you know, shirts and clothes and shoes and toys, all that you grow out of, you know, it, it, those things have an expiration, you know, True. something... Whatever comes first, the person's going to grow out or the things are going to grow old, you know, like they mm. it, it comes with expiration. But the things that you teach, the things that you do with your child. And I actually got the idea from watching the movie Face Off, because if you know, John Travolta used to tell his daughter, go like this. He went like this to her all the time. And that's how he, he did what he his wife and she didn't know who he was. He went like this to her. So, mm. she you know, like this is me.
0: Yeah, you know, so
2: I've been doing that with her all the time, and sometimes I I could just walk by her still today and just go like
1: this, and she know what time it is.
2: Wow, like she just knows me. She's like she just it's just it's just a connection. It's just a good it's just a good bond we have. You know, we did the Eskimo thing until she just said she just looks at me like you know, chill out, back up a little, dad. You know, (laughs) but you know like that's just our thing man you know we bond we bond like that you know like we you know i i she likes to dance she likes to sing you know i try to do little TikToks with her or we just have but like we've been doing that forever though we've been doing the yes. knows with the camera pictures videos yes. She like everyone that see her yeah like, like before all of the, the 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 girl dad thing like i was <laughs> I was doing that with her, you know, Mm -hmm. and I I didn't. I was doing it just to show like how much fun I'm having, not for not for like accolades, not for pats on the back Mm -hmm. when you see me in public, you know. But you know, I want. I'm 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 a I'm semi popular dude just as far as cooking goes, and like, Mm -hmm. but I'd rather just to be about cooking than not me being about a dad because that's just that's just something I like doing. Is, you know, cooking, but my being a dad, being a father is, that's what I got to do. So if you want dad. to thank me for being, doing that, cool. But that's you know, just like, we were, we were having fun with that, you know, you, you know, years ago, you know,
1: true, true. And, and, and this, you know, I think that as a dad myself, I'm always thinking about how to be a better dad and how to be a better parent. Um, and sometimes, you know, yo, as parents, we get like weak, like, yo, am I doing a good job? And am I meeting all her needs? Am I meeting all of my son's needs? And it's like this constant pressure to be dope as a parent. And that is why I like, you know, in this situation, yo, this conversation that we just had was, yo, this, yo, this is serious, fam, because, People need to hear this, Chef. <laughs> like, yeah, people need to hear, like, would you just drop down in real talk? I even said it like you was doing the girl dad thing before the girl dad thing. Like, and I ain't even into all of the I haven't been into all of the TikTok, all of the dancing. And when I would watch your videos, I'd be like, yo, they having fun. And then it makes me start thinking of like, yo, I want to have fun with my kids. Like, this is the kind of fun, you know, I want to have my kids. And I think that folks need to hear that, you know. So, you know, I think that that's why it's important that we take time to normalize fatherhood, especially in the black community. Because you're right. This is, yo, you, like you said, this is what I'm supposed to do as a father. (laughs) Real talk. And I, and I, and I truly understand that and believe it. But I'm telling you, folks need to hear it of like, yo, this is how we move as black dads this is how we move and we are out here, you know? So I I thank you for, for getting into that. You know, I thank you for being, you know, sincere and, and opening up and and sharing some of that world with us, bro. I really do. I really do.
2: beloved, listen, listen, real quick, just to touch base on like real quick about being a, being a father, man. Like I didn't know nothing. I didn't know what to do or how to, how to maneuver that that position you know what i'm saying like something that i mm-hmm. i'm in that i have to be you know like i used to look up to like the there there's a handful of fathers that i was um that i was around all the time who who i looked up to about you know what they do as a father i had to mm-hmm. go to them or listen to them or see any any problems that they made may have uh, encountered mm-hmm. and see like. What? how did you handle it? Or what, how do you, how do you, how do you do this? Like, how do you do that? You know, like, th- these guys are, are, are super dope dudes. You know what I'm saying? You know, shout out, shout out to them, man. Because they know who they is, you know. Um, they, a yeah. lot, of, lot of those brothers still to this day, um, they're around. You know, they, they talk to me. um, and, and, you know, I look up to them, man. You know, like Raheem Carter, Bobby Scott, cool. you know, um, My man uh bullet, um Derek Turner. Um Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you know, I see a lot of like the tidy like tidy, you know, saying he, you know, he he he's strong with his girls, you know. And he and he he's a good dude, man. You know, I got one girl, he he got a lot of girls, you know. like you know, these dudes like that I look up to like, man, you know, these dudes got a good structure, you know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. they 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 got good structure. So I'm I'm paying attention to these dudes, you know, like um, you know, the Raul Riveras, you know, like these guys, like I pay attention to and I have, I've had paid attention to them. So salute to, it's not just me, man. Cause you know, I, I've watched them and I've gotten some notes. I've taken some notes from a lot of them. So, you know, salute to a lot of them dads and even some that I haven't really been around, but I know that they're doing a good job too. So salute to I, all dads, man.
1: Yo, I love it. I love it. Paying homage know you mentioned some yo you mentioned some folks out there that you know when you start talking about when i start talking about the list that i have you know and some of those brothers that you just mentioned are on that list um you know and and definitely a shout out to them as dads you know and then even as individuals you know because a lot of the folks you mentioned fam they have risen over like crazy obstacles, like to be, you know, like the dads that they are, you know what I'm saying? So definitely a shout shout out and a salute. You even mentioned my cousin, you know, Tidy, you know, you mentioned Raheem, you mentioned Bullet. Like those are folks that like, I know, I know them, you know, I know they people and I know what they have transpired, you know, through to become, you know, so definitely a salute you know, to those folks, definitely, definitely. So, yo, I think back to a time I ran into you and you probably ain't gonna remember it. We was at the, um, the Tin Falls uh, outlet and I was coming into the outlet, you were leaving the outlet and we, yo, we saw each other, we embraced and um you was like telling me like some of the things that you were working on. This had to, this is well over, this is like 10 years or so. This is at least nine, 10 years ago. And one of, you know, you were talking about this like chef thing. You were talking about like culinary. You were talking about all of this, man. You probably don't remember it, but what I want to start getting into in this second half hour of our show is starting to talk about the journey that you went on to becoming what we know now as Chef Chris. Like we talked about the early years growing up. We talked about, you know, your experiences as a dad, you know, um, how important those, those experiences are. And then I'm like, yo, I want folks to hear your story in terms of like becoming an entrepreneur, bro. You know, and you had to rise, like I say, from the Phoenix, from ashes to do that. So if you don't mind going back, bruh, like, because real real talk, real talk, Chris, people need to hear these stories. Because there's somebody out there right now that's in a situation, a tight, a jam, let's call it. That's what we call it. We, I'm in the jam. It's folks in the jam that are looking for some kind of inspiration of like, yo, how can I overcome this? Like, is it anything after this for me? So if you can share like your transformation and how you, you know, rose to, to who you are now and what you had to go through to do that.
2: Oh man, this is the good part right here. I <laughs> <laughs> Um. So, so yeah, man, um, I don't really recall. I remember, I don't recall the conversation. I know I've seen you out there. I just don't recall the conversation. But um, it took a lot of tenacity, man. It, it took a lot of tenacity. Um, I I don't I knew years ago that um I never wanted to let my mom down. You know, um, just growing up not knowing if I. Like she's she's not going to be here to see me progress the way I want, the way I promised her. It was either I'm going to run track, uh, or be a chef. Um, you know, dabbling in schools and vocational and stuff like that, along with me doing track, and I wasn't I wasn't fast enough in track, so I gave up track. But I started gravitating more towards the kitchen because that's what my um. That's where it all was. It came from, and I started doing home ec in school with Miss with uh, Miss Melody Alderman, true,
0: uh, which I got true. to fire to this day and thank and
2: thank her because I took her class two times, and I and, and I failed once, and just to go back twice, and then <laughs> when I went back and I said I want to a third year, she says I can't take you. I took up sewing class
1: just to be just with to
2: be with her, her. Wow. just so just to be with her. I took up sewing class. Wow. just i can make a pillow bro don't 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 wow. get it twisted i can i can i can sear some fish but i can make a pillow too so <laughs> you know what i'm saying so i would take i took that class man just so i could be i wanted to soak up everything that she knew mm. you know i wanted to be just like her and um you know
1: like just that's deep that's deep my
2: you know my life was about Trying to be happy about what I wanted to do in life, and I and it was a, it was food. Food was I learned I learned tried to learn so much about food. And anybody know me? I'm food to the heart. I'm culinary to the heart, down mm-hmm. to the soul. And um,
0: in order for me
2: to be to continue what I wanted to do, I had to I had to just not give up, man. Um, a lot of people don't know. A lot of people do know, but a lot of people don't know that I was incarcerated. Um, Four months after high school, you know, um stepped outside of myself and and um wow. for no rhyme or reason, man. Just I stepped outside of myself, tapping into an ignorant part of my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like let let letting, you know, let letting the devil, letting negativity settle on my best part. And mm-hmm. it, you know, it wasn't it just I I just became a wicked person for very, very short amount of time. And it cost me it cost me 10 years of my life. You know, I did my whole 20s. I did my entire 20s in prison. Um, so I don't know what it's like being out here when certain things was going on or growing up with a certain oh. education. And, wow. and I know everything, everybody that I grew up with had a 10-year head start where mine stopped. You know, I stopped and I went from being a young kid to going straight to being an adult. Um, wow. So, like... I went straight into responsibility of trying to protect my life now, not mm. trying to grow anymore, but now I went into protection because in. now wow. I have to face, I have to be in a bowl, I have to be in a box full of super negative,
0: mm. a
2: super negative atmosphere mm. in an environment that could it could physically make me crumble or mm. it can mentally just fold me. Mm. And, um, I watched, I and I watched, I've witnessed and I've watched individuals, people with two years, three years, five years to do, all the way up until 40, 50, six years to do. And it's crazy because I used to I used to hang around individuals in prison who wasn't coming home. Mm. And I thought wow. that wow. why be around them? It's like, you know, I feel like they've 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 got a lot more to learn. They've got a lot more to understand um, they've lost a lot they will lo- they will continue to lose more time and um i wanted i didn't want to really you know you know have myself around individuals who probably are going home five years after me before me because i don't feel, like i wanted i wanted to learn a lesson hmm. and i i wanted to i wanted to learn a lesson and you know Instead of me thinking like, you know, I got arrested, I got rescued. Um, so I took up, I went back to school in there and I took up culinary. Um, sure.
1: wow.
2: I had to go to another institution. I had to go to another institution and I took it up then. Um,
1: so you were, so yeah. you, were, <laughs> you were locked down when, when you first start taking culinary classes?
2: No, I was, I was, I was home. I was in, a, I was in vocational. I used to go to okay. a, a place up in uh, uh New Brunswick and okay. I was taking culinary okay. classes then.
0: Okay. We're talking,
2: we're talking like doing culinary home economic classes back in the early nineties, mid nineties, all the way up until 99. I was doing that. Um, um, No, I took the classes and then they found out that I was too short to take classes, but I had credits. I couldn't continue my classes, but I, could, uh, I just had the credit. So I took my credits and I just rolled with it until I got out. But I used to tell individuals in jail and prison, like, you know, hey, man, um, I'm going to be a chef. He's like, you ain't be no chef, man. Like, what you gonna, what you gonna cook jail food? What you gonna cook jail food for the rest of your life? What you gonna poke a hook up with soup and ain't no uh-huh. mayonnaise and tuna and chicken? And, uh-huh. and I'm like, nah, man. I'm gonna really go out there and make stuff that like the like the cop be over there eating. And you know what I'm saying? I wanna go cook stuff like that. And you know, shout out, shout out to you no know, my my then supervisor in the prison who's on my Facebook and I hope he's watching. But I learned a lot from him, man, because he hired me in the prison. And he still texts, I still text him to this day every day. And he tells me how proud he is of me because I told him in jail, I'm going to be a chef when I get out. And he never, he never looked at me like I was crazy because I would be learning a lot from him. I would learn how to do business and how to orchestrate and how to lead a crowd. I was running the kitchen in prison. (laughs) <laughs> and and you know so i would i took that i took that energy of like man i'm not gonna be no no mm. institutional breakdown i'm not gonna mm. be no one to be like oh this cat would. if i don't tell you i was in prison you ain't gonna never know
0: true
2: because i would because i don't walk around showing that i don't wear it on my sleeve you know i don't i didn't walk around like that and um you know i took that i ran with it and um um I started taking courses when i got to a halfway house Um, from philadelphia i was taking courses over there and like just trying to like get back in you know took Mm -hmm. a couple six seven month courses over there while i was in there and um i would stay down in south jersey and 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 then i said you know I, i need to get back to long branch just for resources and I feel like mm-hmm. I know more people, and I feel like people are going to start gravitating to me more. You know, I, sure. that's that's what happened, man. I got out of prison January first, twenty ten, and and um, I I haven't I I have I I've, I've been working since. You know, I've been working since. I, I I didn't I I got a job working at the UGG store, the boot store. You know, and I was there. You know what I'm saying for like five years, and when people looked at me like you crazy, what you doing at a like? Well, I gotta no. build that up, man. I was going hold up, hold years, up, hold so up, I gotta, up, I gotta, up I hold up, hold
1: up, hold up, hold up. Which UGG store were you at?
2: The only UGG store down in our area, man. I was working there for five years, man. Five years. So,
1: so that's five probably where we. I was working. That's here. that's probably when that, we yeah, ran into
0: that, each other. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it was there. I was working there. I was working at another store across the way. I would, I would, I would leave one store, take a shirt off, and go to the next and store and go to work one. every that single day. Hustle. Every single day, man, because I wanted to hustle.
1: That was the hustle. I wanted to
2: hustle. I wanted to, I wanted to and they were, you know, I stayed there and I'm like, you know, I don't care what people say about because I Damn. worked in a boot store. But Damn. like I was making I was making $160 a month working in prison. $160 a month. Yo. You think I care because I'm working in the upstore? No, I don't care. No, I don't care. And there's plenty of people, people that I'm super, super close with, I would never think that we know would you know look yeah, down on yeah, me yeah, about yeah, it. But yeah, yeah. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Cause I I needed to get somewhere. And if it meant if it I was and before that, I was wiping tallest at McDonald's. I didn't care. Sam,
0: I did you, that. Yo, I had, I had that job in the halfway
2: house and I kept it when I came home from prison. You know what I mean. So, like, my get, my goal was to still be a chef. So, secretly, I went back. I went back to school locally because I know I wasn't going anywhere. I mm-hmm. went back. I graduated at the the brick house, uh, the brick house tavern and tap over there on on, on, on sixty six.
0: True. I was
2: I was the second person hired. I was the second person hired there, and I took that job, and I you know I moved up started becoming you know learning the job learning the kitchen and things like that and um, you know I was I was over there making like 12 13 bucks an hour doing like 30 hours a week but I, I had the structure and I was learning how to work the kitchen and mm-hmm. be a manager and, and do things like that and ultimately I tested I tested myself I said man I don't I don't know what salary is but I'm about to go find me a job that makes salary. <laughs> I said, I wanted, I set six goals for myself. And one of them was making a salary job. And, you know, I went, I got another job. I started doing that. I was there for a couple of years. And I went to South Jersey, got another salary job, making more. Then I took another job, making more money than that. And, you know, I started tapping into the things that I, I started honing into a lot of things that I was, that I want to just test myself on. Like mm. I set six goals for myself, bro. I said, I wanted to, I wanted to get my first place. I wanted to get a car. I wanted to get my first apartment. I want to get a salary job. I want to be on, I want to be on a cooking show and I want to be on TV and, and, um, and on a newspaper and a new, I wanted I, I, I wanted to do all of those things in five years and I did it all in three. And, um, <sighs> like that was just my thing man and you know as far as like the business and how i became an entrepreneur like i started selling food out the house started selling cakes and stuff and and people started seeing me post food at my job and stuff like that so you know all it and i used to make a lot of jokes on facebook i used to make a lot of jokes on facebook about chicken whether it was rapping songs or uh-huh. something that's about chicken 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 and watermelon the stuff that people would be swearing it's just a black thing, a black thing. Oh, uh-huh. you know, oh, you know, you a coon or look, you know, another black person. You know, niggas love, excuse me, like you know, they love chicken and watermelon or whatever. But you no, know, I was making a joke. But who? Five, six years later, it was chicken, chicken. that got me on a TV show.
1: That, that, yeah. You know,
2: true. it was chicken. Now I, I built a religion around me and chicken. and now i went on the show and just so happened it was about chicken and you know i i was on chopped and stuff like that and you know i started using that as a platform and i said you know what everybody wants this chicken everybody wants my food let me let me make this happen and you Mm -hmm. know i started figuring out a plan and shout out to tasha tasha brown who's um who's been always been you know in my corner from like day 1. Um she helped me get my business up and running and um wow. you know, she's on my heels all the time about things <laughs> and like um you know when I when I when I'm slipping she's on me when I want my questions she's on me so she's always like you know she helped me get my business situated um wow. Um, wow. So you know, like and it's successful, you know. i always wanted to cater, I always want to do a catering thing, but like it, it it never was easy, man. It's it's not easy. It's not easy, not even in the pandemic, not even before the pandemic, you know. Um it yo, just being a black man, being you, a businessman, yo, dealing with a lot of fluctuating.
1: Yo, bro, we gotta pause. You you went on like 10 minutes, that can be 10 episodes. And I'm already, I know already, like I need, yo, no, yo, I'm sitting here and I'm like, I thought I knew this brother, like you dropping some jewels, like fam, we ain't even get into what you're doing now, which is, which is a good thing because I really see a second, third, maybe episode with you. Um, Because I want to go back. I just want to go back for a bit. Right. I will to go back because I'm listening to all of this and it's blowing me away, fam, because I'm like, I thought I had challenges <laughs> like you. You just explained you went away for 10 years. Right. And within those 10 years, you found a way to begin, believe it or not, to perfect a craft. OK, <laughs> like you started the process of perfecting a craft and you 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 built a determined idea. Of what you were going to be. Like, this is what I'm gonna do. You start talking about these goals. Like, I I created six goals to achieve in five years. Yo, this is mastermind. This is mastermind level. Like, this is the level of mastermind. These are the lessons that if you start teaching, if we start teaching our kids, all right, we're gonna create six goals to achieve in five years. You start changing generations. What I wanna just go back to if you don't mind. And I and I, and bro, when I tell you you back, I got to get I got to get you back on another show. But what I because we haven't even gotten to the show enough wings that I first tasted and I was like, "Yo, what?" Like <laughs> these wings like oh,
2: yo, what? <laughs> Oh, don't we didn't either, even yo, get to listen, that listen don't we, yo don't don't even bring them up man i got people right now so they probably inbox me right now chris look you better make them
1: wings you ain't did them in a long time don't even do like that man you're gonna put the gun down is, ne- is bon. already. yo what is Bond chris when let me I never door, figured, man. yo when, when when you put that you was putting like these these <laughs> contests on right and i was like yo I'm gonna keep guessing. I'm gonna get one of these contests right. And you were put like, yo, how many jelly beans? Yo, yeah. I won. And when I when we got those wings, fam, like, yo, my wife, my kids was like, yo, these wings, yo. Like, and I and I'm like, we ain't even touch on that yet. But I, I just feel like real talk, man. What what was it that inspired you, you know, when you were away? That was like, yo, it's more for my life because I I can, and I can't speak from this perspective because I've never been in that perspective, but I'm sure that there, there may be some brothers and sisters out there that are like, yo, I'm jammed up like this. And what, like, how did you develop like a vision of like seeing yourself outside of that condition? How did you do it?
2: Um, You know, I I, like I said, I did something that I shouldn't have done, and you know, I stunted my growth. Um, And I, I do feel like if I had the ten years that I took away from myself, um, I would, I would be in a position right now where some of my friends are, that I would, I would be a lot more comfortable. You know, and I always say, you know. I don't know what it's like being, I don't know what they're doing as I'm looking at, I'm, as I'm looking out this thick two inch glass that's this big. And I'm, and I always to see the cars of the cops, or the correctional officers and stuff like that get in their cars, they change shifts. And I used to just look in the same, out the same window for years and years at a time. And I said, you know what? I'm going to get out of here one day and I'm never going to look back. I'm never mm. going to go into one's prison. I'm never going to be in this, mm. I'm never going to sit next to someone. I don't want to, I don't want to share a shower with nobody. I don't want to hear no one else talk gangster. I don't want to hear nobody be on no, you know, shooting me down, shooting the next brother down. I'm tired of watching people come in and into prison, coming back into prison, new people leave, mm. new people. I, I just, I, it just get tired. I see, and I said, I don't want to be one of those people. Mm. Um. I thought to myself do i can do i have what it takes to come back to prison that sounds like mm. heck no but then when i got home and i said it's very easy for me to fall in every visit rate, the man it's easy for me to catch mm. myself slipping mm. because i don't have what everybody else has you know how do I go get money like this? Do, do I go rob somebody? Do I go do this? Do I go mm-hmm. pick up a pack or something? Do I go, do I want something quick? I want to like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dang, do I go do all this? Cause I, I want what I want. Everybody else is like, well, how did, I want to get, I want to get there. I don't True. want to be, I don't want to be True. like,
0: fast stuff
2: like that. True. You know what? I, got, I want to go get it. True. And I'm like, then now i just be thinking. i say, man, I can't. I don't want to be in my room at nine o'clock every night. I don't want mm-hmm. to get up at seven. I have to get up. I don't want to do that for another five, another ten years. I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch officers come to work and leave just to come mm-hmm. tell mm-hmm. me what to do. Yeah. 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 I don't want to go through that no more. I don't. I don't want to get. I don't want to ask people to send me money. Mm-hmm. There was there was a time I never. I haven't asked nobody to send me no money in prison. I said I don't want no favors no more. Mm-hmm. I said I want to. I wanna feel this pain so hard mm-hmm. where I I don't mm-hmm. wanna need oh, anybody for nothing True. like that. Cause it's True. not your fault that I'm here. It's mine. Wow. And um I put I rather beat myself up enough where I'm like, man, it's not gonna happen again. Um I used to just tell myself all the time, man, that it's it's just not when I always see something wrong, I think about what's right. Um I do my best to not like steer left too much, but sometimes even going left is not a bad thing. Sometimes the stuff that you don't need to get to is steering right. Um, (laughs) uh, I just, I just always reminded myself, man, never to put myself in that position. I always said like, I would never put myself in a position where someone has control over me. Like I did like that. And that's, and that's me. Putting myself in a position where, if I don't be a man, society will society, the penal system, the justice system, mm-hmm. they'll they'll mm-hmm. be a man for me if I don't yes. know how to be one.
0: Yes, yes. And, yes. And yes.
2: I said I I rather. So when everyone, when everyone was out here doing this, and I came home, and I was wondering, like you know, I want, I want a, I want a purpose to to, to stay here. Mm. I want to be here with everybody. I want to enjoy this. And I'm just grateful about everything that I have now. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm I'm mad appreciated. You know, like there was times, man. Like this this pillow, I, I never I never owned a pillow. <laughs> I never owned a garbage can or a remote control uh, or, uh, a, or a floor uh, mat. I never owned an area rug or a, a candle <laughs> or a pair of scissors. I the stuff that y'all had for mm-hmm. years for them ten years, I ne- I didn't have, man, and I. And now I I appreciate things like that. I appreciate <laughs> little things, microwaves, and and I, I it, it yeah. sounds crazy, but I I appreciate because there's times I never I didn't have all those things. and That's the stuff I took for granted, you know. Bro, so like, I, I constantly yeah. remind myself, like no, no one is above that.
1: True. No, yo yo you 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 struck a nerve, fam. Because I even think about you know, everything you said. I think about. Even my younger brother, you know, um, shout out to my younger brother Corey, who got jammed up right out of high school. And what you are explaining are the kind of conversations we would have when he was jammed up. True, I was,
2: he was with yes. Me.
1: yes, so it's like I feel you when I say I feel you, yo, because and not that I was there there, but living that outside of a you as you explained that 2-inch, you know, window like living outside of that that glass it's like yo our freedom freedom's gone and it's 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 really fitting, Chris, that you share what you share, man. Because I think like when I watch you on social media and I see what you post and I see you on vacation, I see you doing your thing, getting the business And I'm like, yo, those are the roses. The brother's starting to smell those roses. But then I'm like, yo, I want people to understand like when it wasn't like, it wasn't, it wasn't fly. Like it wasn't fly for me. I had to get, I had to go through that to get to this, you know, and as we, as we reach an hour, I'm like, if there's ever been a time of a second episode yo, we haven't even gotten to, and it's like, but I felt like we needed to do this, bro. I felt like we needed, because like, if we just got into all of the things, the great things you're doing now, it's a disservice. It's a disservice because I really feel like, and you may disagree or agree, I feel like you had to go through that hell to be who you are and, and do what you're doing now. I feel like that was important, you know, to you appreciating your moment right now. You know, like that—that that was important. What? And and I hopefully we can hopefully you would you will agree to to being back on. But I like to be conscientious of time. Um, but I really want to get you back on because then I, I really feel like we need to hit part two of you know after you know, you, you leave your situation to being jammed up and understanding and then moving into entrepreneurship. Like, cause I'm, I'm curious, I'm curious and I shout out to Tasha Youngblood. You mentioned like, I'm curious to like, yo, how you even get to the point of like, I got a business. Like, like, I'm like, we got to go through that process of finding, like, how did you move these, you move mountains, (laughs) you move mountains, fam. So what I'd like to do though, even though we're going to come back and we're going to finish this up, um, I'd like to ask guests advice to your high school self, advice to your younger self. Um, what would it be? What would it be?
2: Um, if I could talk to my high school self now, I would. I would I would warn I would warn myself about about not thinking twice. Um, mm-hmm. I would say, you know, don't don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to like fail. Like mm-hmm. don't be afraid to like not do something, but also be just be mindful of the things that you can do that you won't have a second chance at. Wow. Um just think twice about what your second chances are, you know. Um don't don't just jump out there, be to, so spontaneous about uh so many things that 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 you know everything don't you know everything that shine is you know just not gold, you know? And um that's what I thought. Everything was good. Everything was okay. Like not, nothing can happen to me. But True. I'm 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 am I'm an I'm an example of it, it can happen. It can happen to any of us. And know, um, mm. and it's all it's all about we all being the sole controllers, you know. Like we mm. all it's all about us we have that control of of our our minds and things that happen to True. us. Um so just just realize that, you know, be, be a second guesser. At, at things. Like don't jump at every action. Make sure you think. Make sure you Bloody think twice. If if you feel like it it you're still weary, think think three times, you know. Bloody um but that's what I would tell myself, you know, because I, I, I think you, that was that was where I didn't think um I didn't I didn't think enough. I didn't think enough. I just I went off reaction. I went off a of feeling. I didn't go off of like how, I, how it really would affect me and affect other people. And now I see if I did more good and I, if I projected that energy to the things I'm projecting now, <laughs> I would have a hundred times more of that's, the that's feedback and in, in the, the good energy that I'm getting now, I would have that back in 99, you know? Yes. so everything i'm start I'm starting that now I started that ten years ago, but mm-hmm. i'm I'm really mm-hmm. just starting to live you know I'm starting to get it I'm where people are convinced like you know I built a religion around all of that so i I felt like i would have gave my i'd have told myself you know think twice before you do something
1: yo 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 yes. i it's it's so much more to uncover, man you got volumes like i got. I'm thinking of another two episodes, fam, real talk. And, you know, you, you, you blessed us. You, you truly, you truly blessed us. And I, and I appreciate, you know, you being candid um, and being real and going back and telling those stories that I think folks need to hear. You know, I I really 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 thankful. I I really th- I appreciate it being dropped on the show. I really do, um, because I'm all about. This is what I'm all about, man. I'm I'm all about like, yo, things may be down, things may not be great. How would he, how do we get through that? How do we persevere through that? How do we build ourselves up with our community and with people who supported you to be who you are today and. Would you drop today, Chris? It's got me inspired, yo. Real talk is 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 really, and like I said, I thought I knew like so much, and I'm like, yo, yo, you you really you blessed the show, fam, and and, and I appreciate you for that. Uh, real talk, real talk. My sh- the, yeah, the show needed the whole, that.
2: I'm down. I'm down. I'm down to come back, man, and talk. You know, it's just I feel like we we as a people, you know. Like I would I, people help me by giving me a lot of, a lot of words of encouragement. Mm-hmm. And um,
0: mm-hmm.
2: Like I said, it can happen to any one of us.
0: True. And it,
2: it, it, there is no age limit on failure. There's no age limit on doing wrong and getting your life taken away from you. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't happen at a young age. And then you realize that some people are still at my age now, 40 and, and still haven't tapped into their purpose and the things that they need to do. Um, granted I got a second chance to come in and tap into who I who I am and what I need to do. I started late but hey I'm here
0: you know True. what I'm saying I,
2: I, I had a lot of options man I had a lot of options to be to be buried or be in a hospital or be mm-hmm. forever or be in, in a jail for forever in a the day they opened up the doors and they said go fail again go ahead you come back and I said nah
1: Nah, Damn. it ain't happening. I got it, I got stuff to do tomorrow. I ain't, I ain't going back to nobody jail. I got stuff to do tomorrow, you know. Yo, <laughs> I got it, yo, stuff
2: to do tomorrow.
1: I ain't
2: going back. I, I ain't going back to nobody
1: jail, brother. That yo, that is a great. That's what we're gonna pick up on the next episode. What what we what, that we do together, and I'm gonna be in contact. We're gonna pick up from yo. It ain't happening I got things to do tomorrow like I'm uh, in that because I think that that's the second side of the story that folks need to hear um of building a business building a brand you know um and then making that brand to be about service and creating memories for other people and that's what I love most about your brand and that's what I want to get into when we when we do our next episode bro that's what we're getting into. We're going, we're going to be like, all right, I'm good on this. Next steps, the next moments in my life, this is what we're doing. So I appreciate you, yo, for taking the time out of your schedule to be here with us. You know, um, it really means a lot to me, fam. It, 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 really, it really does. Um, and I want to say out to the community, hopefully you. y'all got jewels. Yo, you got a lot of love in the chat tonight. Chris, um a lot of folks watch tonight. Like you had you definitely one of the higher viewers in terms of people checking in and, and saluting you. Um so keep doing the things that you're doing. When I come back calling, just be ready um i may i'm thinking like i'm gonna try to do it around thanksgiving time because i just i just think like that cooking i think you need to be around that time so hopefully if you're not too busy i'm gonna be reaching back out you know around that time to try to get you on the episode right. <laughs> yeah around men um but at the in the yo in this community purpose and practice and chris said it a few times tonight that's what we're about finding your purpose and then practicing that purpose. And when you continue to do that, you're going to make it a reality of whatever it is you want to achieve, it's going to be a reality, fam. And, and that's what we know and understand. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to all y'all out there in the human family of the planet Earth. You know, love, peace, and happiness, and health, because it's a lot of us out there who are struggling mentally or physically. Take care of yourselves, take care of your family, check in on your family, um, you know, and do all of those things. Once again, last shout out to our brother, you know, the chef, you know, Chris Burnett. Um, Thank you for joining us. And we're going to go out on my brother, Mr. Encore, and the great, 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 great intro and outro that, you know, he provided for the show. We're going to say peace. And we will see you next week on the next episode of The Purpose and Practice. Podcast with your host, Dr. Ross Dill.
0: It's a non-core banger. Dr. Ross dropping out into the masses. Make you now tuned in the purpose and practice. Hey. Yeah, purpose and practice, keep your mental sharp, uh, learn all the tactics, Dr. Ross, shopping knowledge to the masses, man, you now tuned in to purpose and practice, Ayy, yeah, purpose and practice, podcast game, hey he got it mastered, Psycho.